Seven Mile Pike Studios, Shelbyville, Kentucky. Episode 106. Season 2. How to love your neighbor while driving. He just cut me off. Plus, Bible 101. The word for your day. And more. And now, the Good Morning Show with Terry. That's right. Good evening. Welcome to Thursday Night Live. It's the Good Morning Show at night. Hey, good evening. It's so good to be with you. And (laughs) (laughs) is it time? Yeah, right If you've ever grown weary of turning off the news out of disappointment and you're looking for a place where you're not only welcome, but everybody knows your name then this is the show for you. That's right. We've just crossed over into season two, and tonight we're talking about how to love your neighbor while driving, <laughs> like we've never had that happen. And Melissa has the word for your day. And we've got another Bible 101 topic, understanding the Roman's road to salvation, and so much more. Thanks for tuning in. This is episode number 106. How about that? It's exciting. Yeah. I'm so excited that I forgot what you asked me to do. It's Thursday night, and uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a good time for everybody. It's a time to wind down, and some people are just kind of getting ready for the weekend. Maybe you're winding up. Maybe you go in for the graveyard shift tonight, or or maybe where you are, it's daytime already, and you're watching. So we welcome you, and uh, whatever it is that you've got to do, we're uh, we're wanting to just be here to encourage you and help you through that. You're so professional. I just had a candy, a hard candy in my mouth, and what in the world made me put it in before the show while the countdown was happening? I have no idea. I don't. Um, but what happened was I realized I'm not going to be able to talk <laughs> with that thing in my mouth. <laughs> so I was like trying to get it out of my mouth, and then I forgot what you asked me to do. So my no, fault. You're so no, professional. Right. No, it's it's good. I'm sorry. No. I'm holding the, I'm holding this back. No, you're not. It's like Beauty and the Beast, and uh, you're you're the, you're the, the first. No, you're and the first. And so, act. I want you to know this is the place where everybody knows your name as long as you type in the chat box, because we can't see you come in and out unless you do type. So, would you do us a favor? Would you let us know where you're tuning in from this evening, so that we can give you a shout out and a proper welcome? We absolutely love having you, even if you can't type very fast or very well. We still want to honor you and welcome your presence. Yeah, I mean, so, MK is here from down this street in Shelbyville and she's having her usual Lipton decaf tea with a sprinkle of turmeric. That's good. Good evening, MK. Janice, 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 good morning at night from Janice in Spring, Texas. She's turning in fringe. Ah. She's tuning in fringe. (laughs) Either one of us are right. I'm I'm (laughs) tuning in friends. She's tuning in, friends. <laughs> well, anybody else want to take a guess at Monica, it? good evening. Good morning in the evening from Knoxville, Tennessee. Bless you, sweet sister. So good to have you on this evening. Yeah. And my mouth is working okay. I think it's my reading that's struggling. <laughs> that's all right. That's okay. Because uh, we're all going to have that. Oh, She's she doing says, it left-handed. She's, <laughs> she's left, not left-handed. I'm not left-handed. We are going to do our best to decipher, okay? We're going to become really good at this, Janice. Yeah, either that or you learn really good uh, that you're, you're, you you're uh, how to maneuver your, through your uh, speech-to-text kind of thing, right? Who's stumbling over their tongue now nobody okay nobody i'm speaking life jeff's here with mk and he's having hey, decaf spiced 
chai latte. That's a good. I love and, chai. Uh, I do too. I yeah. really do. Also, um, I just want to say how much we have missed um, RCH family because mm, yeah. we were not with them Sunday because we've been in revival, which has been awesome, yeah, by the yeah. way. So much to say about that. But I really miss RCH family right now yeah. because it's going on like almost two weeks since we've seen them. It's crazy. It's crazy how much you miss your family. It's you the know? truth. It's the truth. So I'm super glad the Swartin Troopers are in the room tonight. And we know Janice is tuning in from Spring, Texas. Look how good you typed that. Yeah. You text that really good, Janice. Yeah, yeah. Give us a report if you're able on what's going on. Yeah, we'd on. love I know. to hear how you're doing, yeah, sister. Yeah. Yeah. And continuing to pray for your whole healing and declare it in Jesus' name. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what's going on this evening, Reverend Wright? Well, you mentioned that we were, uh, we've been in revival this week in Henderson, Kentucky, and that has been a great time. Yep. Uh, you know, when you come into a new town and you're in a place, because we traveled on the road, right, for a better part of 10 years mm-hmm. traveling, and you always have uh, either you're returning, but if you go to the time a place for the first time, mm-hmm. you get there, it's like, what is the Lord going to to do and he always surprises us he always does in a good way yeah and this one was no exception to that it was amazing Mm -hmm. they are wonderful people loving kind welcoming and super receptive to whatever the lord wants to do and say yeah and so that was such a treat well, and you know, it's hard when you go into places, if you're kind of sensing that they're not receptive, you want that softening so that the message can go out, right? And so the Lord can continue to do his work or begin to do his work. Yeah. And what happening happens is we end up spending time praying, interceding and working on the softening and then there's the reception. Mm. But when you come into a place like Henderson, they're already receptive. <laughs> so yeah. right off the bat, the Lord is moving and there's reception and it's it's beautiful to see how he encounters his people. Well, and they're in an amazing place in the western part of the state, just right across the river from Evansville, Indiana. Yep. So Indiana, Kentucky, and you know, right there and across the Ohio River. And uh, of course the Ohio here crossing through um, in Louisville, we always cross over the river here and then we cross back over it again right. to get to, to Henderson. It was kind of crazy, but we love that river, don't we? Oh man. And there's nothing like Terry and I have this thing. Um, no matter how late at night, we did drive back a little bit and forth. Um, no matter how late at night, early in the morning, whatever time of day, the minute we cross over into the view of the Louisville skyline, our hearts are just warm, <laughs> quickened. We get excited. It's home. We love, love, love. And I said the it Louisville never, skyline. it never gets old. It never gets old. Never. Gets never. Old. We love our city. The Lord has given us such a deep love for Louisville. Maybe you're like that where you live. There's something that just has drawn you to that place. What is it about the place where you live that you love? Put it that's in the chat good, box. That's a great question yeah. this evening. What do you love about where you live right now? Yeah. And people are slowly trickling in. Hey, good evening. Welcome to the Good Morning Show at Night with Terry and Melissa. We're so glad you're here on Thursday Night Live. I would love to hear that. What do you love about your city or your town where you live? I would love to know. That's a great question. Yeah. Yeah. We ought to do a segment on that. We are right now, sounds like. We're doing it right now. This yeah. segment is called, What Do You Love About Your City? What do you love about where you live? Yep. Monica's okay. telling Janice that uh, we lefties got to stick together. <laughs> yeah. Janice says, I'm doing good. I'm just working for full mobility on her right side. Good. Her leg is slowly waking up, but yes. she doesn't have control of it yet. And her shoulder is a little... 
her hand is floppy, mm. but Jesus is moving. And so, yes. Lord, we thank you in advance for whole healing, not half healing, not part healing, but whole healing in Janice in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. I praise you for testimony that's coming from this event. I thank you, God, that Janice is going to be one to declare your praises forevermore. Yes. Thank you, Lord. We praise yes. you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Janice, he couldn't have picked a better person to go and spread how good he is to other people without ever having to even think about it. You're Janice, just so you're good so dirt. encouraging. Mm-hmm. You're so encouraging. And I'm just glad that you're here with us this evening. We love you. Yeah. Yeah. All right, gang. So what's it going to be? Nobody loves their city, Terry. I guess not. Because no one is typing about how much you love your city. Right, what well, is it about your city you love? Let's probe a little further. Maybe you've got a favorite restaurant, like something you can't get anywhere else that you've ever been. Or maybe, maybe that it's that hardware store down the street down here where the you older love couple, I, I love that, that hardware store. Yes, because Terry loves you go sit down there and have a cup of coffee and just talk about the weather like the old days, you yeah. know? Yep. And oh, Janice, she says she's grateful for this experience. Way to see the good. <laughs> Way to see the That's good, so awesome. sister. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for her precious attitude. You're so good. Boy, Janice, you host the Holy Spirit so well well really sister really well and by the way i know we have to work for this recovery complete and whole because you and i have yet to go back and see the sea of galilee together Mm. and we have to do it right because once is not enough (laughs) amen so we got to go shopping in the jewish quarter so yeah well, okay. What are you grateful for, for where we live? So, I mean, we've talked about the Ohio, Ohio mm-hmm. and you know this, the beauty of the city of Louisville, but what about Shelbyville? Well, I love our little town that we live in just outside of, um, of oh, let me pause. And good evening, Anne. Hey, Anne. We're happy to see you. Anne is from Northeast Kansas, and she loves the sunflowers and the wheat Amen. of her hometown. For sure. I love that about your hometown, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I absolutely love Louisville and you know there's a million reasons why, but we're new. I can't say that anymore because we've lived here over a year, but we live in a little town outside of Louisville called Shelbyville. So I feel like we have two hometowns Mm -hmm. and I love that we um, have some of the greatest little places to eat, to gather. And I think right now I would say one of my favorite things about Shelbyville is, I don't know, there's a lot I really like about it. Um, I love our grocery store. I think we have one of the best Kroger's in the world. Mm. Um, But I really love um, the camaraderie. You know, I've been going to water aerobics at the community center three mornings a week. And I've missed because we've been out of town in revival. And so I like um, driving over to the community center at, at Clear Creek. And there is this train bridge. And right. on the train oh, yeah. bridge is painted Shelbyville in this mm-hmm. great big like panoramic homemade. Somebody got up there and painted it. And I love that. I don't know why. It just makes me feel like oh, I love this home. That is Anyways. an awesome bridge. Okay. So Monica says, I'm still learning to love where I am. But I had a moment where I was going out to the mailbox and looked down the street and my heart 
all of a sudden felt a moment of love for where we are. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> Jeff says, we love living in a small town that is a city. Before moving to Shelbyville, we lived in a rural subdivision, but it was a drive to get anything. Okay, so I agree with that, Jeff. And we, by the way, Jeff and Mary Kay, Terry and I, John and Missy Jersey, we all live in the same city. Um, this little town is called Shelbyville. But we have so many amenities here. And so it is, I love that too, Jeff. I love the small town that we live in but still have a lot of things that we can access. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Janice says, I love the sunrises and sunsets, um, but I love those everywhere. (laughs) Yes, you do, Janice. Anne says, growing up in Goodland, I appreciated the closeness of community. Yeah, there is something special about small town living. Yeah, she was on the uh, extreme northwest part of the state yes. of Kansas growing up. I was in the extreme Southwest right. part in Scott City. Yep. And it, it was the same kind of a vibe. It was there's a small town comfort, Main Street, you know, sidewalks rolled up, clo- stores closed at 5, 6 p.m. Hardly any businesses were open on Sundays. Um, and it really had that, it was a small town, but it had that rural hometown feel. Um, you know, everybody supported all the, the athletic things that were going on. Uh, the fair was always a big deal. The parade before the mm, fair was always yeah. Is a cool thing, and I think in the, in suburbia, a lot of those things kind of get lost. Now we had a great little Fourth of July parade when we lived in in uh, Topeka. Well, in we that did little community. in Tecumseh, in yeah, Tecumseh. outside, uh-huh. yeah, outside they, Topeka. You know, outside of the downtown thing, they yeah. also had their own little thing. So that right. was kind of cool. Hey, yeah. Pastor Doug, hey, we buddy. love you. We bless you. It's good to see you in tonight. He says he's thankful for the super nice people at the Versailles Taco Truck yeah. and the Steak Burrito Bowl that I order weekly. That's thankful awesome. for the view of horses. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Okay, so oh, yeah. as we're talking about businesses, Big B Coffee here in Shelbyville is our absolute favorite. Oh, I love Big mm-hmm. B Coffee. It yes. tastes good. The people who work there are our They're friends, awesome. Autumn and Noah and Michelle and the whole gang. We love so much. Mm-hmm. Um, Monica says, I absolutely love leaving my neighborhood and see the mountains. It takes my breath away. Oh, you do live in a very yeah. beautiful part of the country. Yeah, for sure. They're in Knoxville. Um, people drug on Main Street. That must be from Goodland, I would guess. Well, they were dragging down Main Street like they oh. did on the boulevard. Oh, they did in that the cars, in Topeka right? too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. I got gotcha. you. I'm with yep. you. Sorry, I yep. missed that completely. That I thought Scott it was like, too. like a drugstore. I missed that. No, Sorry. It's, all, it's all right. No. Hey, I see some numbers ticking up. Welcome to the Good Morning Show at Night with Terry and Melissa. We're so glad you're here. The place where everybody knows your name as long as you type in the chat box. Would you please do that so that we can welcome you because you matter so much. You're so important to us and we want to know that you're here. So also, hi, Lynn. Lynn Lynn. from Oklahoma City. You're never late. You're right on time. And we are talking about things that we love about our hometown, where where we live, our cities. And so Lynn is new to her city like we're new to ours and Janice says squishy. <laughs> and so I would love to hear what you love, Lynn, about um, Oklahoma City or Bethany, where you're living at. That would be great if you could share that. And anybody else who's joined in, we want to hear what you love about your city. And while we're waiting for you guys to respond to that, I just want to give a shout out to our podcast listeners. We can't see you and you can't see us, but you know how much we appreciate you. We love being able to communicate with you and we love you. If there's any way that you have a prayer request, you're welcome to 
send that to us through any channel, you know, whether it's the website or YouTube or whatever, we want to pray for you and pray with you because we appreciate the fact that you could choose to listen to so many things, but you've settled on listening to us and we're grateful for that. Absolutely. Some special podcast listeners are one thing I love about our town too. Yes. The Shelbyville Postal Workers. Terry goes in and mails and ships a lot of stuff for um, the business, the ministry that we work for. And so because he ships so much book and media mail, he goes to the post office regularly and they are amazing down there. Yeah, they are. They are so lovely. And they like to listen to podcasts when they sort the mail in the morning. So to our Shelbyville postal workers, we love you here in the 40065. Thank you for sorting and delivering our mails so well. We love you. And you know, the interesting thing about the postal service there, it all started at Christmas time. Christmas. Remember yep. when they had painted now, the peanuts? You've been going there much before Christmas. I know, but it was the conversation of asking about who painted the windows with the peanuts display for the Christmas, Charlie Brown Christmas. Yes. And when when she told us that she was the one who painted it and said that they listened to podcasts, that's how, I mean, that's kind of how we really found out about all that. So that's really cool. Lynn says that I love my patio that faces straight east. I get a display of God's Jeremiah covenant every day. And now that I have a normal job, I get to see it every day. That's That's so good, Lynn. So we do not have um, a patio, a porch. Uh, Yeah, a porch. And I think everybody should. But we don't have a front porch. Not yet. Not yet. But we're hoping to have one. But off our front porch, the sun rises because it faces straight east. And then, of course, off our back patio, which we do have, it, it, it's facing west, so we see the sunset. And I love that. I love that, too. I think that's special to be able to see those. Yeah. Lynn says she's grateful for the release of stress in her new job. Her eczema has stopped flaring, and her blood pressure has greatly lowered. Praise the Lord, that's Lynn. That's awesome. That's fabulous. And says that Goodland, Kansas has the big Van Gogh sunflower picture. Mm. I think I remember seeing mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's good. You know, I like also small towns that have like Frankfurt has uh, the, the mural where it says, welcome to Frankfurt. Looks mm-hmm. like a postcard. Yeah. We've seen that in several other towns. Um, you know, I found out here in Shelbyville, we have a mural down by Benjamin Moore. There's those great big tall wings that you can stand in front of and mm-hmm. take a picture. Did mm-hmm. you know those mm-hmm. were here? Yeah. Yeah, yes. you told me about it. Oh, they I used did? To, yeah, and they used to have a mural down at the Stargazer Plaza. And we took that our picture there with our kids. That was so cool, but they have painted over it. And I'm so sad about that. Yeah. I wish they'd have left it up. It was really beautiful. Maybe they've got something else in mind. And if they don't and they're listening, let's uh, let's talk. Let's put a big uh, mural put down. Put the mural back. Yeah, bring back the mural. Good evening, Megan. Megan in Kansas City, Kansas. Good to see you, sister. We welcome you to the Good Morning Show at night. It's Thursday Night Live. And every once in a while, you and I do this little thing that is an old skit on Saturday Night Live. And we don't even realize we do it, but we do it. And then when I do it, we're like, oh, I realize that. It's where they have like the NPR radio. The announcers. And they have those two ladies, uh, Mary Jo McCullough and Terry Rialto are the names of the characters. And it's... Oh, they're named... Um, Terry Gross. 
You're talking about the NPR announcers? No, no, no. This oh. is the skit on Saturday Night right. Live. No, I know. And so the, the characters' names are, yes, Terry Rialto and Mary Jo McCullough or something like that, okay? And they have like Betty White on for Christmas. <laughs> and they have a lot of different of the hosts on as a special guest, but they always go, yeah, right, good stuff. Yeah. And every once in a while you and I do that and I'm like, oh no. I don't I don't know how, how we do it soft like that, but because uh, we're both pretty loud at times. The giant ball of twine is not in Cottonwood Falls. The The giant ball of twine is in uh, Col- Culver City. No. Oh. Not Culver City. That's Cocker City. Cocker, Cocker City. City. Cocker City, Kansas has the giant ball of twine. We've been there. Also, Cottonwood Falls is my dad's hometown and all of the clams. My dad's family are from Cottonwood Falls and Chase County, Strong City area. And so it's Cocker City um, where the ball of twine is. Yeah. And it's a big old ball of twine, too. It's, it's yeah. big. Yeah. I don't know if it'll pull up here, but Can you all see that? They keep adding to it That's every year. That's twine. Yeah, they just keep stringing it along, stringing it up, making it bigger and bigger every year. I don't know why they did it, but they did it. And they put a little uh, awning over. They built a building around it. Well, and they actually have a competition with another city in Minneapolis. Really? Or not Minneapolis, Minnesota. I'm not sure what the the town is, but they have, uh, yeah, they keep going back and forth of who holds the record. Hmm. Uh, I was looking it up here. I'm sure that Lynn's probably, oh, Darwin, Minnesota. It's the home of the ball of Baylor twine rolled by Francis Johnson's 12 feet in diameter, weighs 17,000 pounds. Well, every time you go to Cocker City, you're supposed to bring twine to add to the ball. <laughs> wow. Remember whenever we were going to start by and your mom said, let me send some twine with you. Remember when no, she said I that? I know. I know. They've always, yep. They always uh, like doing those kind of things. I think that's fun. Welcome to the Good Morning Show at night. This is Thursday Night Live, episode number 106. Our website is thegoodmorningshow.tv. And if you missed episode 105, that was our Monday morning motivation. It was the day before our one-year anniversary of the show. The official kickoff to season two began on Monday. And uh, it was a year ago on April 25th that we did our very first show. And we talked about how the Good Morning Show began and why we continued continued to do what we do. We even watched a little clip of episode one and uh, we had uh, the word from your, the word for your day was from Mark 14 and uh, we did some getting to know you questions and it was a lot of fun. Uh, so you can find that and all of our previous episodes on the goodmorningshow.tv. Watch the videos page or click on the blog for links, photos, and extra bonus little things. And here's something to think about. I would love it. We would love it. If you would go to YouTube and subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Good Morning Show, you can put in The Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa and it'll pop up. Subscribe to our channel, hit the bell for notification, watch some videos, watch some shorts, click the like button. That really helps us so that we actually pull up in more people's YouTube feeds and they get to hear the encouraging word of Jesus as we share and love because it's our heart to encourage more people for the kingdom of God. That's right. Yep. So, um, okay, what do you have on the agenda tonight? Because Ben announced some really fun things, but last Thursday or last show, some fun things were announced, but I don't even think we got to them. Well, yeah, actually, um, we talked about doing the uh, Bible 101. Uh, what was the first one we did? We've done one episode where we did Bible 101. It was how to read your Bible. I did for it. For better and, understanding. Yeah, and I had five tips of how, um, how to begin 
reading your Bible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How to commit to a Bible reading program. Yes. And so hopefully you've uh, no been able program. to go back through. The, and that was uh, a couple of Thursday night lives yeah. ago. Well, yeah. Because was last week we night? said we were going to do it, but we didn't get to it because it's kind of been one of those Thursday night things. Yeah. Um, and so tonight we thought, you know, Ben, it's, it's funny because he gets these ideas and I don't know, the Lord just inspires him or whatever happens, but he'll bring something up and uh, send it to me. And I'm just like, you know what? That's a really good topic. Let's, uh, let's take that one on and see what happens. And so this is where this one comes from. Um, so I thought we would talk about the, uh, the Romans road to salvation tonight. Y'all know what the Romans road is. You've heard of it. Maybe, um, the Romans road is, it's a way of explaining the good news, the gospel of salvation using verses, uh, specifically and strictly just from the book of Romans. And the Romans Road, it's a simple and powerful method of explaining why we need salvation, how God provided it, and how we can receive that salvation, and what are the results of that salvation. And so we'll take these in order. This is just an easy way for you to share with somebody. And um, Romans 3, verse 10 is the first one. And it says, there is no one righteous, not even one making the case that saying nobody makes the grade according to how God judges things. And then the other one is Romans 3, 23, which says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. In other words, we've got to comprehend our true salvation involves being remorseful, regretful, being sorry for doing the things that we've done over the sin that we have in our lives. And unless we're ready to repent and turn away from that sin and to walk in wholehearted obedience to Christ as our Lord and our master, then we can't be saved. But he's provided a way for us. Romans 6.23 says, for the wages of sin is death. This is the second step on the Romans road. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So to be truly redeemed, we have to realize that our sin is an offense to God, our holy God. He is holy. And unless we turn to Jesus, we're going to be judged based on that sinfulness and suffer the consequence of eternal separation from God. But again, he provided a way for us. And in Romans 5, 8, the third step here, it says, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Amen. Isn't that amazing? Amen. So in other words, while we were messing up and doing the things the way we wanted to do and not anything close to what he wanted, Christ still died for us yes. because he knew there needed to be payment Hallelujah. for us. The fourth step on the Romans road is Romans 10, 9 and 10. Love these verses. It says, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, then you will be saved. Amen. And verse 10 says, for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it's with your mouth that you profess your faith and you're saved. Amen. They work together. That's right. right? Believing in your heart and confessing it with your mouth. Yeah. And the fifth step on the road, Romans road is Romans 10, 13. And this is the greatest news of all. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. And, and Doug Jesus. says that Roman roads were built to last. Amen. That's and, so good. So those five simple steps right there, that That's helps so us good. to explain to people what salvation is and why we need it. That's right. right. So Jeff had a coworker who took black electrical tape that sealed the bottle caps for samples shipped to him and mm -hmm. he made a ball. Okay. And each piece was about four to six inches, but over about 10 years, the tape ball was <laughs> six to seven inches in diameter. Wow. So that's funny. That's yeah. funny. Just how over time it all adds up, doesn't it? That's so cool. 
That's cool. That is cool. Well, thank you for sharing the Romans road of salvation. That's yeah. a great way to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. And, you know, in this hour, I think it's more important than ever that we as believers um, not shy away from sharing the good news of the gospel. We have the answer for the brokenness of the world. Yeah, and it's Jesus Christ. Absolutely. So I love that. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. So there's Bible 101, segment yeah. three. Yeah, we need to make like a Bible 101. Bible 101 or something. Oh, you know. man. That, that'd be kind of cool, wouldn't exciting. it? exciting. <laughs> wow. Very exciting. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> Good times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now they're going to be like, what have I just tuned oh, into? Oh, I know. They're uh, probably going to like infringe what do you call it copyright infringement no 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 no. i'm talking about people that are tuning in just right in the middle of that segment right there what in the world yeah well in case you're wondering it's the good morning show at night thursday night live the good morning show with terry and melissa the website is thegoodmorningshow.tv and uh, you can message us there sign up for the birthday club and um oh lynn says i bet alexa could do it for you Alexa can yeah, do a Bible lot of things for us. That's there you right. Go. So you know, I feel super encouraged tonight. <clears throat> I'm tired physically. I'm tired, but I'm really encouraged because you know how we've kind of been. I've kind of been complaining about how we've got too much going on and we're overly busy and all that. But you know, we're actually coming to the season where the stuff is starting to subside. Like we've met a bunch of responsibilities that we've had and we're sort of working through. Um, and can I just declare that for the first time and I don't even know how long, we actually have a day off tomorrow. And I am so looking forward to it. Yeah. We don't have like any responsibilities. Right? Yeah. So we don't have to be anywhere or go anywhere or do anything. Yeah. And so well, I'm excited about that. Yeah. Well, and that would be a great segue to talk about what's going on this weekend. What do you guys got going on? Are you going to be making a little trip? Are you doing some yard work? Maybe there's things around the house that need to be uh, fixed up and you want to take care of, or maybe you've been putting them off, or maybe um, maybe you're like Janice. You're just going to be that walking miracle, and you're just going to tell everybody about Jesus and say, look what he's done so far, and just keep believing. Somebody may even decide to till up their yard for their garden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With our new purchased uh, rototiller. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. (laughs) Lynn says, here's a crazy thought. The Roman road was often traveled in bondage, yet this Roman road leads to true freedom. That's so good. Amen. That's good, you guys. That's good. I know I am sort of ready, although we heard from Ryan Hall, y'all. What? You've not heard of Ryan Hall? Ryan Hall is our favorite weather guy on YouTube. You guys need to go to his channel on YouTube and subscribe. He does all kinds of weather forecasting every week, and he also does live streams when the weather is perilous or um, if there's something that you need to know. And so I'd love for you guys to go subscribe to him. And you know, he said today that we're going to have a cooler May here in the um, Southeast than typical because of a cold mass that's moving moving down. Ooh, I thought that's it. We just changed music. Mm -hmm. I love it when that Mm -hmm. happens. Um, We also have um, the weather still here very mild, right? So cool just means like 60s and 70s instead of 80s, (laughs) right? But I also know that I'm kind of ready to get my garden in. Yeah. So what are we going to plant? 
You got seeds. Mm-hmm. What yep. do you got? I've got starts. So I've got corn and peas and cantaloupe and spinach and hang on, let me get to it. Cabbage and potatoes, onions, green beans. You know, basically, you should ask me what I don't have. Pumpkin, <laughs> what, what do we not have? Um, we're doing pumpkins. I can't wait to grow pumpkins. Radishes. I think that's pretty mu- pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Did I miss something? No, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, I know growing up in Western oh, Kansas, cucumbers. I forgot cucumbers. cucumber. Carrots. Baylor wanted carrots, so we're doing root vegetables. My mom too. and dad always had a big garden in the backyard, and it took up most of the backyard. And I always loved going out and digging up the radishes. Uh, we would get those, uh, the green onions, pulling those. And mm-hmm. the the thing that was the best though was the strawberries when they were actually in full bloom, and yep. they would come out. And so we got to actually go out and pick strawberries to mm-hmm. be cleaned for dessert for that evening. It mm-hmm. was really good. And living off the land like that. I'm yep. excited. I'm, we're excited about doing that. And then the thing that I'm most excited about when it comes to what we're adding to our yard and our household is Oh, yeah. Chickens are coming. So excited about that. Yeah. So Lynn said, gardening must be different there in Kentucky. I still have Mother's Day rule in my brain. It is. We have what's called Derby rule. And Derby, we started Derby season this last weekend. Derby lasts two weeks. So it starts with Thunder over Louisville, which was Saturday. And then it goes up into the Kentucky Derby. It's a whole season and it's a big deal here in Louisville. And so um, you it, Derby is, you don't usually get your stuff in the ground in, until Derby, except for root vegetables. You can get your potatoes in in March. But here's the thing, okay? You have to get your ground ready. You have to get your ground tilled up and worked yeah. before Derby. Yeah, which we don't, we don't, it's just grass. It's so a yard. So we have so to start working our ground it and, and it's appropriate to get your root vegetables in, especially, like I said, potatoes and some onions but it is a different season and every region has its own, you know, thing. So, yeah. Okay. So Anne says they have what's called share fest. This is where various schools need updated and volunteers go to the sites and help beautify around those areas. The event takes place 8 a.m. until noon. That's great. Well, that's that's cool. awesome. Yeah. Um, so Monica says the weather guy we absolutely loved in South Carolina is Ed Piotrowski. Godly man that give weather and a little Jesus. That's so oh, cool, that's Monica. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Tomatoes. Girl, I forgot tomatoes. And I've got cherry tomatoes and beefsteak tomatoes. Yeah. They seem to take care of themselves a lot of times. As long as you give them water and sunshine. We don't play around with tomatoes. Those tomatoes, they they'll grow. overrun. And it's good. Yeah. That first year we did, well, second year. First year we did tomatoes, we only did like what? Four or five plants, maybe four or six. And then that second year, we had more. And when we came back off the road, you remember they were falling, the vines were falling over the little thing we that we built. We had tomatoes and, coming out of our ear balls. Yeah. And Monica says we need some rhubarb. Hey, my mom, they grew the rhubarb and she made the strawberry rhubarb pie and preserves. Why do we use rhubarb? I'm like, yeah, I guess it's if the tart you have to, the to sweet- add strawberry or cherry or something to make it edible, why do we? It's not we? about making it it's edible. It's so tart. And it's it- like it's like sweet tarts. Why do you have a sweet and a tart? It's not like sweet tarts. Yeah, it is. The no, sweet of the strawberry and the I'm tart just, of the rhubarb. I cannot get on board mm. with that. <laughs> it's so good. I can't it's get on so board good. with that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, 
Lynn says, I'll beef make a road tomatoes. trip just for some good beefsteak tomatoes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I hope they turn out good. Yeah. Maybe we'll even, can we do fried green tomatoes? How do you do those? I mean, do you like pull them too soon or are they green tomatoes I, that you grow? I don't know, but you know, a tomatillo variety. sauce is some of my favorite. I like yeah. green. I like verde. I like tomatillo. I love green tomato stuff. Janice I has I love tomatoes. fried green tomatoes too. Yeah. Um, okay. And Lynn's laughing at me because I said earballs. You know how we say eyeballs? And uh, so now I yeah. say earballs and yeah. everybody's like, why do you say that? I know. I don't, it's because it's something I do. I know. It. See, it's, it's Jeff funny. agrees with me. He is my cinnamon buddy. And so he says... There's no good use for rhubarb. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a weed, right? Why do we grow that? I don't know. Gooseberries are sour also. Gooseberries are something that grow in the north part of our country, the northern part of Mm. our country. Mm -hmm. South Dakota, North Dakota grow gooseberries, I think. Yeah, yeah. I don't eat those either, Anne. So... There you have it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Well, let's change the subject just a little bit. And what do you say we go to a little word for your day? You bet. It's a short one today. All right. But today is the 27th of April. Can you believe we're almost through the end of the month? It. Isn't that crazy? April 27th today. So I did the turn to Proverbs 27 for April 27. I turned to the 27th proverb and briefly looked through and immediately my eye captured verse 17 uh proverbs 27 17 iron sharpens iron mm, amen so one man sharpens another love that one i'm using this today um this small little verse for the importance of community we need each other we are not meant to do this alone um, our spiritual journey with Christ is a personal one-on-one relationship but it absolutely in in unequivocally needs the fellowship of the body and the lord was very clear in his word to make that known throughout the new testament especially but we are meant to be in families the family structure was designed by heaven it's a it's a god created design the family structure was the beginning the marriage between adam and eve the creation story even speaks to the marriage structure and let's go even further back than that God is three parts. God is his own family. He's the father. He's the son. He's the Holy Spirit. The family structure isn't just biology. Family structure exists within believers. We are brothers and sisters with Jesus Christ. The word says we are joint heirs with Christ. We are sons and daughters of the living God. This family structure is necessary and needed. We call this authentic community. Um, River City Hope isn't the church where we go. It's the people in our family that we love. And the Lord has set us in family. The Lord has set you in family. And if the Lord has not set you in family yet, let's pray and let's ask him to do just that. We need each other to keep one another sharp. Sometimes we have, we do, we have blind spots and we can't see everything and we need the community to help us see things uh, in the way that we can't, to know and hear things differently. Each one of us sort of hear the voice of God differently and process that information and we really need all the members of the body to be a whole. Jesus is the head. All the members of the body are needed for the whole. The eye, the ear, the hand, the foot. Everybody plays a different part, but all are needed. 
And it's so important that we understand that isolationism is a tactic of the enemy. He wants to pick you off from the pack. He wants to pick you off from the community, the family, and he doesn't want you to share the lies he's filling your head with because then someone might bring help and clarity to those lies. And so he makes you feel like this. Oh, you're the only one that feels this way. Oh, you're the only one that has ever gone through this situation. Oh, no one else in the church is like you. You have to be alone. Don't tell anybody that you did this. Don't tell anybody that you're thinking this. You're all alone. It's just you and your spouse or you and your sister or you and whomever. No one else, right? That's such a lie. That's such a lie. We need each other. We need to sharpen one another. We need to share the word together. We need to think and meditate on the word together. We need to help rejoice with one another. We rejoice together. We mourn together. We grieve together, right? Um, We help bring correction when somebody's thinking is just a little bit skewed, right? We need each other so much. And I love this little verse smashed in the middle of Proverbs that just reminds us that iron sharpens iron. And if you are a pastor or a minister or a leader, all the more reason that you have to have accountability and family set around you because the enemy will tell you you can't be real and authentic with your people in your church because that will freak them out and there's vulnerability and you can't be vulnerable that's again all of that is just lies of the enemy and so today i really love this verse in proverbs 27 17 iron sharpens iron so one man sharpens another we don't want to be dull right? We don't want to be useless. We're no good as a weapon for the kingdom. If we're dull and if we're not sharpening one another, and if we're not growing toward Christ likeness and moving forward in our relationship. And so today in this word, can we just pray into our desire as a people, our desire for authentic community, our desire for family, our desire to be a part in unity of a body and not to be isolated. Lord, today I pray that we would not allow ourselves to be isolated or picked off by the enemy, but we would embrace community and its relationship. And relationships are messy, but Lord, you don't shy away from them and you don't want us to either. Lord, it's worth doing the work of family and relationship to be in an authentic community, to be in the body of Christ. Lord, I thank you that you lead and guide and you are the center of our relationships. But Lord, would you show us and give us a deep desire to know the importance of community and to not withdraw when it gets hard, to not run away when it gets difficult. Lord, so many times we want to withdraw and run and and be alone. And Lord, we just don't want to give in to that tactic of the enemy. So Lord, thank you today for this reminder that we need to be sharp weapons ready for your use and we need to iron sharpen iron that we would sharpen one another with your word and the fellowship we pray today in jesus name amen there is your word for the day i love that verse i do too you know it's always a um, a really um, encouraging one to use especially when you meet somebody and and all of a sudden you just realize wow 
I've been encouraged just by speaking with this person and they're like, yeah, me too. You know? And you're like, well, let's stay in touch. Every time I meet a believer that's like that, I'm like, can I get your phone number, dude? I, yeah. I think we should exchange, uh, you know, uh, what the Lord is sharing with us. I think that's so important. We can all learn from one another so yeah. much. Yeah, it's true. We need each other. We need each other. And we don't all have to be in the same town in the same church. The whole body of Christ is important, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we have this technology and it's good to use it for the kingdom good. And so I love that we can be, you know, united in technology and even though we're far apart. Yeah. I yeah. love that. So, hey, hey. look there. Woo, woo. Just popped up. Um, good evening. I've missed. <laughs> <laughs> I missed some stuff. I'm going to have to go back up and read, but let's see what Ben has to say. Good evening. Missed the intro. Sad face. Ben at LFC fixing internet and talking Bible with Pastor Harry Curry. Yeah. Praying that his ablation and my brother Philip's ablation take and permanently fix their AFib. I did not know we were doing that. So Lord, right now I'm praying for Pastor Harry Curry, that Lord, you would do a mighty work in his heart and that this procedure of ablation would fix every problem and that Lord, he would be wholly healed in the name of Jesus. I pray this for Philip as well. Thank you for his life. Thank you that this procedure will bring whole healing to him. I thank you for increasing their energy and I thank you for wholly keeping them and preserving them mind, spirit, and body. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And talk okay. about iron sharpening iron there. Jumping back up to the things that I missed when I was mm-hmm. giving the word. Mm-hmm. Um, Lynn says, my nan had a gooseberry bush in her backyard. Fresh pies were so good. And Monica said, mm. And Monica <laughs> said, strawberries and rhubarb. <laughs> Monica said, used to eat it raw from our garden as a kid in Iowa. Bless your heart. Janice says, she is experiencing that right now. now. Thank you. Uh, Mary Kay said, we need each other in family and community. Amen, MK. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Monica says, I need some black raspberries. Some of you are not (laughs) listening to the word. Some of you are drooling over garden vegetables. I see that. It's it's time for a late night snack. (laughs) That's what it is. It's snack time. Yeah. And Lynn says, if iron is only used on soft things, it will actually become soft also. It has to be reforged almost. That's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. And Anne said, where two or more gathered in his name, Jesus is there. That's right. As long as you're in his name amen Mm -hmm. and monica says thank you for this being in a new place i felt rather alone and isolated but i stepped out and went to a women's get together at the church we attended last night and i really needed that praise the lord monica you're doing hard things i'm proud of you that's good and janice says i was (laughs) she was listening i know you were she is she's so quick Mm -hmm. even with that left hand yeah well, Ben, the intro was uh, remarkable, like always, it just from the marvelous. stuff that you sent. So you'll have to go back and check that out later. Uh, but uh, right now, we're actually going to do a, another segment that was um, uh, requested by you or, or inspired by you, I guess. Earlier, we did Bible 101. And uh, of course, with that, we talk about the Romans Road. And it's all tying together in a theme. Get it? Romans Road. And now we're going to talk about how to love your neighbor while driving on the road. I hope that this totally upholds the Romans road. <laughs> well, that's why I wanted Romans road to be first because this one, it's just some basic stuff, but it's some things that, uh, you know, if you think about it, um, let's say you're out in traffic, right? 
And uh, you're driving along, which incidentally, I was thinking Ben must have been recording that thing driving down the road because I could hear car noises. <laughs> so I thought maybe Ben was having a hard day in traffic that morning. And uh, we've seen some crazy stuff ourselves being on the road back and forth between Henderson, Kentucky with the revival this last week. But here's the thing. If you're acting up, acting up a fool in traffic, if you've got one of them fish emblems on the back of your car, you better rethink what you're doing. Because right there, that's going to be your representation, right? We have to think about who do we represent? And that doesn't mean take it off. That means no. act better. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Absolutely. The good rule of the road could be um, exemplified by using the golden rule, right? Drive the way you want others to drive. Or what does the golden rule really say? It says, do to others as you would have them do to you. Does that mean cutting them off in traffic? Does that mean slamming on the dra- on the brakes at the last minute? Does it? No, 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 no. But when we ask about this golden rule and you think about it, even non-believers recognize this rule, something Jesus said. But not everybody remembers it when they get behind the wheel of a vehicle. And so we talk about a few of these things, how to love your neighbor even while driving. I can't believe this is a real thing. Hey, I made I it a real thing. I can't believe we're doing this. And also, are you really going to go through all this? Like we've already preached to them. We've already done like Bible 101. Are we really doing Here's this? Here's the first thing we need to do. Yes, we're doing this. Oh my word. The first thing we need to do is pray for them because we don't know what kind of a day they've had. I mean, they may have, they may be driving the way they are because there's some crazy things happening in their world. What are you thinking? I'm not gonna say anything. You're not gonna say anything? No, some of you need to pray for yourself first. Okay. Some of us need to repent. <laughs> all right. Some of you guys like talk to the other cars while I you're I do driving. that all the time. I'm guilty and as charged. some of it is not nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't use that kind of language. But oh, the no. Kind of things, no, uh, I didn't say it was bad language, no, but I mean, you're like... I was jumping on the bandwagon of talking to the other cars like they can really hear me, you know, and they really can't. So it's, it's, it's just helping me, that's all. Uh, but if they do something stupid, resist the urge to do the same right like tailgaters just let them go on around you yeah because that really that's it's a beginning of road rage and i know that when i went through bus driving school they told us don't make eye contact if somebody's making gestures out the window and they're honking and they're they're driving the same speed as you next to you and they're just trying to provoke something okay it's like just ignore that sometimes when people do stupid things and you're driving and you're like don't look at them and, and when what they do you do by, <laughs> What I do you do? This is right why you don't. Them. This is why you don't want to talk about this subject here because it's, there's some sensitive things in here. I I I look. I don't say anything. Okay, I know you don't. You don't. I don't flip the bird. No, Anne says, no. "Don't flip the bird." What is the thing that somebody? Oh, thumbs up, right? <laughs> is that what Colin does? He gives him <laughs> he thumbs goes, up. He's like, "Hey, buddy." <laughs> It makes people so mad. <laughs> well, so we got to resist the urge Doug, to react the same way Doug they are. says don't imitate a Siamese fighting fish. Okay, very good. <laughs> Avoid tailgating, cutting off, weaving, high beams, all the all the stuff you're supposed to have learned when you were in, in, in driver's ed, right? But we kind of forget those things. Um, the second thing is slow down. Let that driver that's crazy go. We had a guy, well, just this morning that was that way when we were coming home. We went to go to pass and all of a sudden he sped up. And uh, I'm like, you were driving. Driving 60 and a 70 and I, 
I was going to pass you and now you're doing 85. It's just crazy. I don't know. So put some distance between you and them and uh, just, uh, you know, avoid that stuff. No gestures, no yelling, you know, keep your hands down. Uh, unless, of course, you've made an, an error in judgment or you make a mistake. We all make mistakes. And you want to say, hey, I'm sorry. And you, you look like, you know, I'm saying I'm sorry and not you're sorry. That would be the kind of thing you want to make sure you can, you can do that. Uh, lay off the horn. Use your uh, horn sparingly. Right. Think about this. If the, give a few seconds grace at a stoplight, if you're in a hurry, especially sometimes people need that a little extra help because they're looking down at their phone. Right. Instead of up at the light that we're all waiting for it to change. But that do unto others thing, it really it really can be helpful and useful in this type of a thing, because driving should not be a competitive sport unless you're in NASCAR. Right. We're not in NASCAR. Winning by getting home safe is more important than teaching somebody else another driving lesson. Right? Nobody's going to learn anyways. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, the last thing is uh, give others, uh, the drivers, the benefit of the doubt. I mean, we make mistakes. Some of them are unintentional. They're not personal. And if they are intentional and personal, then maybe, this is the serious note of this, Maybe, maybe call 911 if they're relentless in, in trying to run you off the road or whatever. Stay on the well, phone with the dispatcher. We did, we did actually we have did that happen to us. We did do that one time with we a truck did, in, uh, yeah. it was down in uh, Arkansas. Louisiana, Arkansas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, consider driving to the nearest police station while you're talking on the phone or another public place where there's eyewitnesses. But don't drive home. They say do not drive home if you've got somebody that's doing that. And just remember who we represent on and off the road. Mm -hmm. That's, that's really just a public service announcement brought to you by Master Pastor Yoda. That's right. With, from true experiences, I'm sure. And Doug Goforth says, if you aren't first, you're last, Terry. Yeah, yeah. That's if you're not rubbing, you're not racing. Yeah, <laughs> but he says he talks to the other cars sometimes, too. So, I think it's see, a guy thing. I'm not alone. Does anybody else talk to the other cars like they can hear you? I bet Lynn talks to the other cars. I don't think you should drag her down. Yeah, she says, hear me out. Sometimes the horn gets carried away on its own. <laughs> Hey, good evening, Steve. Uh, Steven from here. Kentucky. Hi, Steve. Yeah. Okay, so let me roll back up. We've had some prayer requests, and I okay. don't want All to right. shake and bake, Lynn. All right. All right, Lynn said, say a quick prayer for her ladies group. Nearly every family has some kind of sickness or attack happening. We call ourselves Rise, rejoicing in Scripture every day. So, Lord, I'm praying for this women's group, Lord. I pray for these families, Lord. I pray that these distractions would fall away and that we would press in in the midst of sickness, in the midst of attack we would press in even closer lord to those things that edify you especially the community the body the family and so lord we thank you uh for these ladies and we pray that there would be a great pressing in in jesus name yeah, yeah. judy is here hi judy. hi judy bless you judy says please pray it's been a very bad day and so lord we know that the trials sometimes pile up and Father, this is not the first time we've prayed for someone who's had a really rough week. Mm -hmm. And so, Father, today we pray that you would encourage Judy. Thank you, Lord, for her um, chutzpah, as, as Dr. Ketchum would say, for her mm, ability yeah. to not give up when it gets tough. Thank you for her perseverance and her endurance. And Father, we pray that you would bring a, a peace and a rest for her, especially tonight, Lord, we pray in Jesus' name. That's right. That's right. All right. Go scroll back. Mm -hmm. Let's get back. Okay. So. Um, and saying no gestures. Okay. Yep. So. Uh, Lynn says when people try to tailgate me, I slow down to about five below the speed limit. Yeah. Okay. So Lynn says she also talks to the other driver. What? Mm -hmm. Ah, see. 
Ben says, I yelled, Jesus loves you at a lady one day, but I had to get out of my truck to do it. I don't think she heard me because she gave me the Canadian hello. <laughs> That's what Lynn calls the bird. <laughs> oh, Lynn says, man, oh, man. I often yell, it's the long skinny one on the right. It makes you go faster. Oh, oh <laughs> talking about the, ex- the accelerator. Hi, Sarah. Hey, Sarah Vicks from Maryville, Missouri. Bless you, sweet sister. Good to see you. And Ben's praying for you, Judy. Yes, Pastor yes, Judy, yes. Ben is is praying for you. Amen. Um, Amen. Also, Lynn yells, you stay in your lane, I'll stay in mine. That's it. See, we've all got those Here things. Here he is, and ladies course, and gentlemen, John, John Jersey. Jersey in the house. And John says, it's the one finger salute. See, everybody knows what we're talking about. And John, no, it's like, you're no, you're number one. No, you're number one. Not me. You are. You, you guys. Know, are that's so. the way that usually goes. Uh, we passed John Jersey one time um, coming home, or he passed us one of the way one or the other uh-huh. and um, John was so I was so proud he did not see us waving I was at the window just waving waving and he was just driving down the road man he didn't look he didn't pay attention he wasn't on his phone was he focused. wasn't he wasn't doing nothing wrong I was so proud of you John yeah Judy says she saw a bumper sticker that said today do you follow Jesus this close Oh, I hope so. I hope I follow him close. Yeah, yeah, they are bad, aren't they, Janice? It's not me. Johnson. Sometimes you're number eleven. You're not oh number man, one. you're number eleven. Man. Oh. Anne says she talks as the person is there beside her. Oh, so you my know, goodness, you guys. I know, I know it. Yeah, that this is uh, this we've is gone on, down right? a path. Yes, here. I think we're we need totally to sh- off track. In the in the, in the uh, true form here, let's shift gears. Let's yeah. do something a little. Uh, you you guys choose. You want to do uh, getting to know you, or do you want to do a joke of the day? Uh, we haven't had a joke of the day in a while. What say you? I I like to um, I like to get the get to know you one, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, let me just hit this. There's a tip and a prayer request. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Ben says these are good tips. Listening to soaking music while driving is bizarre. Like inside my truck is peace, and outside is absolute craziness. That's right. Yeah, chaos. but that's not a bad yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, Terry and I do listen to classical music a lot when mm-hmm, we, when mm-hmm. we. And Sarah said um, her husband is struggling with dealing um, with the loss of his mom, dad, brother, and sister in the past few years will we keep Tracy in our prayers we'll yeah. pray right now Lord I thank you for Tracy and I thank you for the heritage and the family in which he's come from and Lord he's really feeling that loss keenly right now and Jesus you know how Tracy's feeling Lord you you wept when Lazarus died you wept with Mary you wept with Martha and so Lord I pray right now as you understand and you are grieving and you feel this loss with Tracy that you would encourage him that you would bring him peace and comfort and Lord that you would restore joy to his life I pray um, that this loss would not be something that he views as just this permanent heartache but that there will be a glorious reunion one day Lord we thank you for Tracy and Sarah will you just fill their home with joy I pray in Jesus name Amen. 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 Before we get too close to the end here, I want to make sure that we say that uh, our next show is going to be this Saturday morning. And it's Saturday morning setup. It's going to be at 1030 in the morning Eastern time. And we hope that you're going to join us for that. We're not signing off just exactly yet, but I wanted to get that in there. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, look, three people have asked for a joke, but it's not. It's just Lynn. <laughs> it's just Lynn posting three times oh, yeah. that she wants a joke. Well, and Lynn then, said joke and, and then Anne said getting, getting to know, to know you. Yeah. And mm-hmm. okay. So let's do a joke. All right, guys, post your joke. 
Do not post your answer to the joke. Do not post yep. the punchline. Just type out the joke and then leave the answer in the in the end blank, and we're all going to guess what it is. All right. So all right. let me let's give it a proper introduction here. I should have known that Lynn had a joke, which is why she asked for a joke. <laughs> so here it is, your joke of the day from Lynn Housel. Where do bad rainbows Where go? do bad rainbows go? Mm-hmm. Well, let's see. Bad rainbows. Uh, rainbow jail? No, that wouldn't work. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? Um, Where do bad rainbows go? Um... Um, I don't know. I got nothing. Baylor, you're out of bed, but where do bad rainbows go? You don't know? She, she doesn't know. know either. All right, gang, you guys need to guess where do bad rainbows go? Yeah. And while we're doing that, Monica says, Ooh, I need that bumper sticker. But following Jesus is closely. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I see a few other jokes that are in here. So it maybe we'll like have to harvest these. It sounds like all of us need so. to repent is what it probably <laughs> sounds like. Yeah. All right. So we're, we're trying to figure out, yeah, fing, finger dancing. I, I do it too. It's one of those things. Do you finger dance when you hear this I noticed music? that I can't finger dance without lips being pursed together. Have you noticed that? When I finger dance, I do the thing with my lips. I didn't notice that till I watched an episode oh okay so let's repeat the question because not everybody can see what's being posted here where do bad rainbows go i think janice, and janice has I think a janice guess. just guessed it yes janice says prism ah, prism is that it it's funny that is good now we got a janice you didn't google that did you janice that's, I know that's it a, that's a yes prism ben says good answer janice i I Lynn, w- let us off the hook. I thought it was going to be like, you know, hell or something. You know, like so like neon hell or something. I didn't know. Uh, that, that's so much better than my poor guess that I didn't say out loud. And no. I should have just kept it quiet. So, Lynn, where do bad rainbows go? Yes. Yes, prism. Oh, listen. But it's only a light sentence. Only ha, a light ha, sentence. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> so, you get, you get both of them there, right? That's very good. Hey, our time is up. But we have loved being with you tonight. The Good Morning Show at night, Thursday Night Live, is my favorite. I'm so glad you've joined us tonight. Thank you. We are also um, glad because we we get to catch up with you like we always do. But to to know that, Janice, you're doing great. We're going to keep praying for you. All the prayer requests tonight, you guys keep those in mind because it's important. And as we read in Proverbs chapter 27, keep being iron that sharpens iron. We need each other. Encourage somebody. That's right. Love seeing you too, Stephen. And uh, all the stuff. And Lynn says, oh, I love you, Squishy. You can Google all my jokes. (laughs) Oh, that sounds like a great sentiment there. I love you guys. I love that you love each other. Yeah, we look forward to seeing you Saturday morning, 1030 a.m. Eastern Time. Same bat time, same bat channel. I'll be here. (laughs) I'll be here too. Bless you guys. We'll see you. That's all for now. Thanks for tuning into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. You can catch up on previous episodes, find links to our social pages, and drop us a line at our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Thanks for listening.